Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. In this episode, we are talking to self-love coach and ex-model... Gina Swire. Now, Gina is divine, obviously, like everybody that we have on Wobble. Um, we're in love with her, like everybody that we have on Wobble. I've been in child's pose for the last <laughs> half hour for her. <laughs> Gina lives in Bali, um, so we spoke to her over Skype, and Gina has manifested this whole life and existence for herself, as you'll hear over the course of the podcast. Um, we love her very much. Also, if you want to look at some of the Instagram posts that we're talking about, she is... Gina Swire on Instagram so go and have a look we'll link everything in the box below absolutely we are thrilled to have Gina on Wobble yay <laughs> now Gina we should explain you're in Bali yes just describe what it looks like around you right now so it's sunset and there's like giant pink candy floss stripes across the sky and like all the clouds are lit up and all the trees are all pink and it's it's pretty magical <laughs> it is the dream I mean you are living the dream how long have you lived in Bali Gina um about a year and a half but I've been kind of traveling a lot in that time and back and forth to England. and What yeah. made you move to Bali? Oh, well, I was traveling in Southeast Asia. I was in India, then I was ta- in Thailand, Myanmar, and then I met some friends in India and they lived in Bali. So I was like, yep, yeah, that's on the radar. <laughs> Got here and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm going to really like it here. So yeah, I never left. Really perfect. You are. I mean, how you are a self love coach. Yes. 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 And I know you've done your modelling as well, That's which perfect. we're going to talk about. And and you've had this incredible yeah. journey. But one of my favourite things about you, Gina, is you're a Stockport girl. You're from Stockport yeah. in the in the north in the UK. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and is there anything you miss? Is there anything you get sent over to Bali? I mean, underwear. You cannot get good underwear in Bali. <laughs> so my mum's always like posting me like different journals and underwear and chocolate amazing <laughs> what a package what a dream <laughs> package to receive well look let's go let's go right the way back because just tell us a little bit about your story Gina yes okay so I was a little girl with a huge personality and I was at school and it was all really fun and then around the age of eight I kind of decided that I wasn't very good at school 
and I wasn't very good at reading or writing and I was not very clever and I just kind of decided all this stuff and started going kind of introvert and not really speaking and it kind of like built up over the years and I got really really quiet at school and I didn't really enjoy school and then when I went to college I sort of came out of my shell partly due to being alcohol drenched <laughs> yes, I think yes. um, going on nights out and getting a bit more confident and, and you know drinking all the drinks and and being this kind of bantery girl and I kind of came out of my shell a bit but I was still kind of very shy and not really very sure of myself inside and then I got scouted for modeling and I kept getting scouted I got scouted a few times in Manchester a couple of times in London and I was just like no absolutely no like totally no that is so not what I want to do like I'm this shy person and just no anyway I kept getting scouted and eventually I went into one of the model agencies in Manchester because my friends and my family were like you should do this and I was like I don't really want to but there must have been a small part of me that did want to and when I went in they were like oh uh, we love your look but you're too fat (gasps) you need to lose yeah you need to lose a stone and we'll give you two weeks come back in in two weeks and have lost a stone and we'll sign you up can I just ask what size were you at that point I was a UK size 12 so slim you were already very slim yeah I've always been kind of curvy um I've always not been I've never been skinny let's put it that way curvy-ish and just like bigger build really they were like and and actually I'd just been a bit ill I was it's around my 18th birthday and I was actually quite thin for me and I was like oh I'm quite slim at the minute which was one of the reasons I went in because I was feeling good and they were like yeah you're just a bit heavy like just lose the weight and come back in so I was like well you're the one that's asked me to come in five times and now you're telling me I'm not enough I don't fit the mold so I was like right I don't want to do it I'm not going to lose weight I can't lose weight anyway you know (laughs) and so that was that and then I I kind of got linked up with a few different people that asked me to do some modeling jobs just without an agent and so I started doing a few things and all of a sudden I was basically modeling like most weeks doing some wedding things and some furniture photo shoots and I mean it wasn't super glamorous but it was it was work and it was doing and um, then they asked me to go back in again and I was like what so you can turn me down again because I was I was a bit bigger at that point and they were like oh we'll take you on as a plus size model and then I wasn't big enough oh wow we just put on a bit of weight (laughs) anyway Gina how old are you at this point about 20 I think Gosh. Yeah, about 20. And I was probably about a UK 14 at this point. Yeah. And they were like, well, we could do with you being a 16, really. Just, wow. you know, because that's really what a plus size model is. And I was like, God, I don't want to put on weight. Before you wanted me to lose it. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of went on. And ba- it wasn't bad. Like, I enjoyed it. I was getting work, but I was always a bit too small. And then I got signed in London. And then it just kind of propelled. I got signed in New York, LA, Milan, Paris, like everywhere. And and I was like, oh, I'm, this is a thing now. Yeah, you're and, a big deal. Yeah, so I was like, oh. And at this point, I'd come out of my shell in one way, but I was living in like a strange reality of in my in my modeling life, I wasn't quite big enough and all my model friends were bigger than me. But in my real life, I was two or three dress sizes bigger than all my friends and freaking out, you know? Yeah. So I was living.
living in this kind of crazy, crazy world for a few years there. And when I moved, I moved to New York because I got signed with Muse, this agency, great agency in New York. And when I got there, they wanted me to be a whole dress size bigger. So a UK 18. Wow. And yeah, yeah oh, you can imagine I was just kind of getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And not even wanting to. Yeah. Well, that's the so most amazing kind of... thing is that you're, you were never right. You had always had somebody no. from somewhere saying, oh, your body's not quite right. That's it. Yeah. Didn't fit the mould. Not mm. quite good enough. Not quite enough. Yeah. So you can imagine I was just feeling bonkers. And I was also searching for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. I was shopping. I was drawing. I was partying. I was dating all these guys. I could go on one date with loads of different guys and never see them again. Yeah, I just kind of like was looking for love on the outside for many, many years. I was kind of seeking and I always felt lonely and I always felt wrong. And it was quite horrible, really. Mm. Um, yeah, so that kind of brings me on to being a self-love coach. Yes. <laughs> it all changed for me when I found that. And how how did you find that? Like, what, what was the light bulb moment, as it were? Like, because listening to what you're saying and the story, like, it's something that, I mean, I can definitely relate to going up and down with your weight and finding, you know, feeling lost at the start of your 20s and trying to work it all out. But where did you start to turn that around? So... I was in New York, I was getting bigger and bigger, like without even wanting to, I was just kind of being conditioned quietly to get bigger. I've always been really interested in food and I've always eaten quite healthy, but just way too much. I was like, if I could just get into nutrition, if I could learn more about nutrition, I could feel better and I'll find love somehow. That's kind of the crazy logic of my mind. So I took a nutrition course in New York, but I didn't do my research. And when I basically went to the course, it was kind of like a health coaching course. So it was like partly nutrition, partly health coaching and partly like learning to build a business around it. So at first I was like, oh God, I've made such a massive mistake. I've paid all this money and I've not even researched it. And now I'm in this coaching thing that's wrong for me. Um, Little did I know that it was actually going to put me on the best path ever. Brilliant. And yeah, I got much, much healthier and I just started to like do a lot of personal development and learn a lot about myself and why I'd been feeling lonely and what I'd been searching for on the outside I could find on the inside and I just learned so much in a year my course was a year and I came out a completely different person and anything that wasn't aligned with what I really want in my life just started to naturally drop away so I quit modeling wow in the peak of my career where I was earning more money than ever and you know all that kind of glamorous not glamorous stuff yeah I just quit and changed my whole life around and chose love, really. Because people around you must have thought you'd lost it. Yeah, I definitely had a lot of friends, not so much my family. My family support me whatever I want to do as long as I'm happy, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of my friends were actually upset with me that I'd quit. Wow. Because they kind of wow. lived, I think some of them kind of lived a bit through me and, you know, a lot of people that followed me on social media would be like, oh, where are you off to next? And, oh, I've been following all your shoots. And, oh, you've got the best life. And I was like, honestly, I really don't feel like I've got the best life. And I also felt really guilty that I had so much 
And I actually did a post about this on my Instagram the other day because um, I was watching Sex in the City and they were in Budokan, which was my favourite restaurant in New York. And I went there for my birthday one year and I had all these like super cool, like glamorous friends and it was sat at like this huge table in Budokan, this amazing like luxury restaurant. And I had like brand new like designer leather jacket, all hair and makeup done. Like I looked the part, but I felt miserable. The lowest I'd ever felt, felt lonely, just lost, like, what the hell am I doing? And I just kind of thought, if this is it, I don't want it. This is not what I want. What a moment. So, what a moment. Yeah, I know. And I just remembered that the other day when I was watching Sex and the City and I saw it and I just thought, God, what a difference my life is now where I, like, meditate in Bali and don't wear shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I mean, we both really love your Instagram. Yeah. And, and there's so many amazing little lessons and tips and things like that around self-love. And one of, um, one of the posts that I wanted to ask you about, Gina, was, I mean, this just struck me immediately that you it's a message that you said you you've heard time and time again from clients or from people who've got in touch with you and it is that I have so much in my life to be grateful for I feel guilty that I don't feel great inside so I try to pretend that I feel okay but that makes it even harder and sometimes I just can't keep up the facade when I read that straight away I was like that's me and the guilt around not feeling grateful because sometimes I just think well I'm happy and I'm healthy and you know everybody around me is happy and healthy why isn't that enough why why am I still feeling empty or and then it makes you feel guilty and that is a really incredible circle to be in isn't it totally it's it's a trap you know feeling yeah. guilt for it's I mean it's all relative as well like I I often talk about this you know there's so many people much worse off than us in the world at the same time feeling guilty that there's people worse off in the world isn't going to help them and it isn't going to help us you know it, it just doesn't work like that it's a trap like we have to feel fantastic and then that overflows our cup you know we fill our cup and it overflows and that overflow is what helps other people and heals the world and and gives energy to the starving children in Africa and, you know, all the projects that need it. That's when we can give. But when our cup is not full, it's really hard to give from that place. Yeah. And it doesn't really work. How do we start? And I know this is a whole, you've got amazing courses and this is a whole life's work, really, to get our cup yeah. full. But what can we start with, Gina? Okay, so, of course, this is the million dollar question. <laughs> yes. But there's many things you can do. So the first thing is awareness. So when we actually look at what is really there, we kind of stop thinking what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. And we just get really honest with ourselves and say, what do I need in this moment? And sometimes that just might be, you know, I need some time for myself or I need to calm my mind or I need to speak to a friend that inspires me or whatever it is. And just like having some awareness of what is really going on and getting really, really, really honest and getting really honest with people in your life that help you and people in your life that don't you know people that hinder you which is kind of a crazy would you say like with these people because you know this is something that I believe in and I sometimes struggle about the people that are in my life do you think it's like would you advise people to write it down like if if someone is listening to this and they're thinking okay well maybe I feel like this how do I do it 
how do you then yeah. start to implement those changes? Okay, so I actually, this is an exercise I do with my clients. I actually get people to write everything that they love about life. People they love, places they love, passions, things they love doing, all that kind of thing. And then actually write like a list of what you do in a day or a week and compare it. So basically, you can very clearly see, you know, if there's all these things that you love, like being in nature and going for walks and seeing this person and eating these foods and um, going on holiday and, you know, having time to yourself and doing self-care and doing yoga and whatever it is. If that's all the things that really light you up and you love and you're not doing any of those because you're so busy, like looking after people, washing up like um going on shopping trips you don't want to go on going to the gym that you don't really like eating food you're not even that passionate about you know all this kind of thing then it starts to make it quite clear that there's changes to be made so I would say write it all down and just start getting really really honest and and almost like stare it in the eyes when you Mm. see it on paper and just be like is this what I want for my life or is there is the little ways that I can start changing it amazing of course there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it because then there's this whole worthiness issue so this is something I work with people on all the time and it's like yeah it's like one level to decide what you want in your life and what you really love and then to get it but if you don't feel worthy of having a lovely life then you'll probably sabotage it yes you know and so you see people doing this all the time and like dieting is the best example of this you know people are like I want to feel good I want to eat the healthy food I want to look good and I, I love all those things but then I go and you know eat crazy McDonald's get drunk and god knows what weekends and sabotage it yeah so it's it comes down to this kind of worthiness thing so I mean that's such a huge topic when when it comes to worthiness and how our worthiness story is built from childhood of what we truly believe is is possible and our our core beliefs basically many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
it is incredible how much self-care and self-love comes back to self-worth. I've never yeah. made that connection as explicitly as that, Gina. And that is it's perfect, isn't it? Absolutely. And also forgiveness and self-love. So the more I go on this self-love journey and the more women I coach around it, I realise so many people have so many things that they're yet to forgive themselves for. And, you know, this could be something as simple as, I'll I'll give you an example in my own life right now. I'm not long out of a long relationship. And the other day I was just kind of feeling really yucky about it. And we're still really good friends and we've like had this conscious uncoupling. (laughs) But I was just feeling like kind of sad and really weak and just kind of not feeling good and I just I just sat down with myself and just wrote down this is how I feel this is what you know this is how I would prefer to feel and this is totally human and normal and I forgive myself and the minute you forgive yourself this huge weight just goes off your shoulders and you just feel like a relief and a lot of people when I when I mention this I say to people all the time have you forgiven yourself for feeling that way you know have you forgiven yourself for feeling guilty that you don't you're not enjoying your life and you feel you should and they're like no and I'm like well try it and sometimes they say I can't forgive myself and I'm like okay well forgive yourself that you can't forgive yourself try that (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just like a little relief and it just feels good and it's like we're human and we're emotional beings and it's okay to feel shitty yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but we don't do we we berate ourselves we get angry why do I feel like this oh come on get it together come yeah yeah it can really add on top of it I think what I also love Gina about your um Instagram something that really hit to me is the acceptance that you're a contradiction yes and that's totally yes. cool because I am the biggest contradiction ever all my friends call me a contradiction they're like you eat really healthy but then you party at the weekends and then you do yoga yeah. and then you won't do anything for a week like you are the biggest contradiction ever and when I read your post about that I was like oh my god that's me and like that actually makes me feel so much better that it's okay to be that yeah yeah oh we're all all the best people are contradictions aren't they yes. if you think about Everyone. I'm just taking a bow now. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> totally. And again, that just takes the pressure off, doesn't it? It's like, you know, one in the morning I might want a green juice and at night I might want a glass of champagne. Yes. It's all good. Amen. It's, Amen. <laughs> yeah. The yin and the yang, the positive and the negative, all the things, definitely. It's the balance of life. And And I've definitely been through so many phases where you know, I went really into like being a yogi and vegan and like basically stripped away everything in my life that wasn't organic, shall we say. Yeah. And for a time I was like, oh my God, I'm so like holy. And you know, this sort of spiritual ego creeps in. I'm like kind of thinking anyone that's like drinking or anyone that's eating meat or anyone that's wearing leather and all these things. I'm like, oh wow, can't believe they're still doing that. And then it pendulum kind of swings the other way. And I'm like, oh my God, all I want to do is drink a glass of wine or, you know, buy something item of clothing and I'm like oh my god but I'm a vegan yogi I shouldn't be doing this (laughs) and it's like no 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 like just do whatever you want like anytime you restrict yourself it well I'm talking in terms of like food here but if you restrict yourself and this is what I used to do on any level if I'm like right I'm not having any chocolate this week at weekend I'll go and slam all the chocolate like I'll go binge eat it (laughs) whereas if I'd have just allowed myself a little bit of chocolate when I fancied it I wouldn't have 
done the binge. So, you know, it's like just whatever you restrict, yeah, you kind of want more of. And whatever you resist, persists. So that's my, one of my favourite uh, phrases that I say to people. <laughs> I like that. Say it again, Gina. Whatever you resist, persists. Yes. So yes. if you are in a relationship and you meet somebody and they just they just spark joy in you and you're like, oh my God, I'm in a relationship and I really want to be in it and I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be feeling this way towards someone else. I've got to hide it. I've got to get it under the carpet. You know, just like pretend it's not there. That feeling will persist within you because it's there to show you a lesson. It's there to highlight something that's missing in your relationship or in your self-love and your relationship with yourself. And by ignoring it, you're just ignoring your lesson. And what happens when you ignore your lesson? It comes back to give you another lesson another Mm. one another one and you end up in a pattern yeah just like a pattern of it and and that's a lot of the people that I coach are in these kind of crazy patterns and cycles and just by stopping looking seeing it you don't have to act on it but even that is kind of terrifying because you're like oh you know this isn't how it's supposed to be I'm in love with this person and this other person's just popped up and I don't know what to do with it but Mm. actually like if that was your best friend or you know your sister or your brother or whoever and they were like oh my god this thing is happening in my life what do I do you wouldn't be like just stop thinking it just put it under the carpet and stop thinking yes you'd probably be like no it's okay to think that like what can we do like you know just a bit more gentle and compassionate and this is how we create this amazing relationship with ourselves and at first it can be kind of terrifying because it's like a different way of looking at things but eventually it serves us so well and we just feel a lot more calm and you know these are the things that create anxiety a lot of a lot of my clients have like crazy anxiety of what they should and shouldn't be doing and actually if you just stop and think well what is it that I really really long for what is it that I crave what is it that I need in this moment and we can give ourselves that usually in a in a loving way and 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 everything kind of goes into harmony so yeah yeah I'm I mean I've sort of talked a lot about my own anxiety Gina um on wobble and and the definitely the should I mean should is just it can be a really horrible little word can't it and yes I think the problem can be for people and and I've certainly faced this is I've got things that I want and there's things that I can be really loving with and say this is what I want and then of course we all have the things that we've got to do Gina like we've got to pay the bills and we've perhaps got to get up when the alarm goes off and we've got to do the washing up and those things like that and I wonder how do we create it as one whole so it's not things that I've got to do and things that I want to do yeah this is a question I I get asked quite a lot and I would say once we know because I'm really into manifesting you've probably seen that on my social media Mm. as well I'm really into like intentionally creating my future and the future of the people I, I work with for that you really need to know exactly what you're passionate about what you love what you dream of like getting really clear of that it almost creates a dartboard to aim at yes Um, whereas before we're just aiming at nothing you know and it's really hard to hit the bullseye when there's no dartboard so when we intentionally create and when we know what we really want and what we desire that's fantastic of course then that can cause a little bit of like ah but this is so far removed from my life now and I've like you say I've got to pay the bills and washing up 
But what I recommend to do is start bringing in just even 1% of what you love to do. So imagine it like a big pair of weighing scales. And at the minute, you're 100% weighted on the side of like all the stuff you do in your normal life. And where you want to be is like right up in the air, like there's no weight on it. But say, for example, you dream of going traveling around Asia, but at the minute, it's not a reality. You don't have the money, you're in a job or whatever it is. Well, just to tip those scales, just even 1%, you know, you can start researching it and thinking, well, in, a, in an ideal world, where would I want to go? You know, what places would I want to visit? Or, you know, maybe start posting like more like a travel blog or, you know, creating a dream journal or whatever it is. Just start tipping the scales very, very gradually so you can start bringing in your passion without actually doing it. And I I say this for a lot of people that I work with, they they dream of having like a holistic job where they can travel and work online and be location independent. I'm like, okay, well, let's, you know, it's not a reality right now, but what if it was? Like, how could you just tip the scales a little bit and start bringing in some of that joy now into your normal life? So maybe this is just having an an amazing canvas on your wall of like the place you want to visit. And it just brings a little bit of joy and you're also manifesting it's like having a permanent vision board and even things like you know if you want to redecorate your house but you don't have the money for it well what about if you just redecorated one tiny little bathroom or you know even what happens if you just got one beautiful luxurious hand soap and towel you know it just starts to bring in joy and tip the scale slightly so that and then as you get comfortable with that you can bring in more and more and see what feels good and the key is just whatever makes you feel good if it doesn't make you feel good then it's it's not going to work kind of thing does that answer your question absolutely god that yeah. i mean it's it, it's it is simple isn't it gina it is simple yeah definitely and i, I think People kind of look at my life and they're like, oh, it's okay for you because you look a certain way, you've been a model, you live in Bali, you know, you've got all these things, you've got an online business, location independent, it's okay for you. But actually, it wasn't always that way. You know, I've created this dream life from dreaming it. Like yeah. I've, I've dreamt it and then I've just been like, well, I can't do that right now. But what a very small version of that, what could I do? I'm massively into taking leaps and letting the net appear. Yeah, like Some yeah. of my friends are like, you're crazy. I can't <laughs> believe you're just doing this. You're just going to rock up in LA and, you know, hope that something turns up or, you know, hope that you get a speaking gig or, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to give it a go. If it doesn't work, I'll just go back home. So I'm a massive fan of jump and the net will appear. But no. I also understand that there's <laughs> there's a normal money matrix and now you know we need we need money and we need rent and food (laughs) i love that net theory it's something that i really believe in i always say to my friends i'm like well what's the worst that can happen and you just said then you were like oh yeah i'm just gonna go home that's 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 the worst thing like that's not actually a bad thing and i always say that about stuff that i'm doing i'm like okay what if i fail well that will happen and that's all right and i think there is there's a big fear of failure isn't there for a lot of people and i know i've certainly had it a lot and i think that i think think if you go to LA to get your speaking gig and you think well let's see what happens and you're really positive and like you said you're you're just going to let the net appear I think if you're going thinking I really need this speaking gig and what if I don't get it and I'm going to fail and and what if I've got to come home and tell people that I didn't get it and I think it's it's that shift isn't it in in your approach Mm. yeah so this all comes down to core beliefs 
and this is something a lot of the coaching and the and the programs that I run are about this because if you subconsciously believe you don't deserve success or you don't deserve to be abundant or you don't deserve your dream life then that is what you're manifesting, unfortunately. Even if you do all the personal development, all the vision boards, all the meditations, all the yoga, all the eating healthy that you can, if your core belief is still, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, then that, unfortunately, is what you're manifesting. But it is completely possible to shift that. And the way you shift that is by looking at the reason that you have that core belief and then basically changing it and then choosing it. So, like, I realized I uncovered a belief that I had that basically that true love is possible but it's not forever and unfortunately this comes from my parents because they they were married and then they weren't you know they were broken up Mm. and a lot of people around me kind of like they were in love and then they weren't and that's what I kind of grew up thinking love was and so I I have this belief that like I've been in love but then it will end and that is what happens so now I'm, I'm having to choose like a hundred million times a day that true love is infinite and I can have that and I'm worthy of it and just by making that choice every single day it's starting to shift the scales you know of what's real so by uncovering our beliefs of what we really 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 believe we can change our whole lives and it's so powerful it's like a new identity it's amazing it's it is it's amazing it's fundamental Mm. work isn't it it's reprogramming and it is possible like you say Gina yes Totally. Totally possible to do. Gina, we always ask everybody on Wobble, if you do Wobble, what makes you Wobble? Mm, Great question. (laughs) (laughs) So if I go into a situation and I feel unseen by people, so like I'm kind of used to going into things and being quite confident and, you know, having conversation and connecting with people and like being inspired by people and then being inspired by me. That's kind of like my reality that most conversations go like or most relationships go like. But occasionally, for whatever reason, if I've not been feeling very good or if you know if you're exhausted or just just an off day or just having something coming up in my life and if I go into a situation I feel very unseen it can trigger me to feel not worthy not loved not enough seen not inspirational not beautiful not pretty not all these things <laughs> and it, and it's just really like my little inner child acting out like wanting love and and feeling not so great and so when I don't feel great and then people don't react to me how I normally do it can make me doubt my self-love and kind of and not be very kind to myself so I would say this still comes up for me it actually came up for me two weeks ago I'd not seen this little side of myself for a while but I was just out for dinner with a few random friends and I felt like I was invisible and it really made me wobble and I took myself off to the bathroom and I was like okay Gina you are enough (laughs) you are intelligent and I just stood in the mirror and I just gave myself the love that I needed and then I was absolutely fine I just came out and I was like I love this part of myself that wobbles I love it you know (laughs) it's it's an old version of myself that still needs to be loved and I I choose to love her 
Yeah. And then it kind of dissolved. So oh, I would that's say that. so lovely. Gina, that's gorgeous. That's a really lovely <laughs> thing. Um, if people want to work with you, if people want to get in touch, Gina, um, Gina Swire, um, that's your Instagram, isn't it? And, and what about your courses yeah. and your one-to-ones and everything? Yeah, so everything's on my website, ginaswire.com, G-I-N-A-S-W-I-R-E.com. And I have retreats. I've got one in Ibiza and one in Bali. And they're kind of like, we have workshops every day and yoga and healthy food and, and like, not like a detox retreat, you know, like a fun, healthy, like healthy mind retreat. I have courses online on my website. I have one-to-one coaching and I have these group sisterhoods where I have 10 women in a group and we learn from each other, which are really, really cool as well. Perfect. Gina, thank you so much. We've loved it. You've been the absolute dream. Dream. Thank you so oh, much for coming thank on. You. I'm buzzing off your, your guys' energy as well. I'm all like buzzing now. Oh, <laughs> we're buzzing off yours. Yeah. We feel exactly yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We feel the same. Oh, Yay. darling, take care. Big love. Oh, huge love, Gina. See you later. Now, she is so refreshing, yes. isn't she? Like, there were so many parts of that chat that I just, it just really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, the forgiveness, forgiving yourself is such a powerful tool. And I know that when I've had life coaching before, forgiveness always really shines through. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I think throughout the life, we can really punish ourselves and we can really be like, no, you're not good enough. No, that, and you just accept and be like, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. This- and I, I'm doing my best, actually. I'm doing all right around this and just being that bringing that kindness in what I love about Gina's work is that it breaks it down into things you can do now so it's not this sort of huge idea oh I've got to change my whole life and the way of being you can bring those little moments of joy in we can make those changes we can absolutely we can start now and I find that just amazing yeah and I really loved her scales analogy of yes. like okay well you might not be able to afford to go travelling but if you start to manifest it and yeah. that just means you start to put it in your daily life it starts to come to the forefront of your brain slowly and those kind of things do happen they do come true and you will end up doing the trip or if you don't it doesn't matter because you've researched it and also I found it so inspiring that she'd had quite a a tough journey on the run up into where she is now like it's not been easy for Gina things like that haven't happened overnight and sometimes I know when I'm doing yoga or if I'm so I'm like oh those people are so you know healthy and they're like but she's made me realize that actually that everyone's got their own stuff going on everyone's wobbling it's like we always say everybody wobbles thank you so much for listening to wobble and this is in association with a tanning brand that i have co-founded called isle of paradise a brand that is here for you uh, to help you look and feel better and we will see you next time Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.